Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to his word proclaimed. So, here we are. Well, we are here and, and, and you are home. This is not how I planned uh, my Sunday back after Tracy and I went to Jamaica. I want to say just quick thanks to uh, Kathy Partridge for coming and, and preaching last Sunday. And I was able to watch a service along with you all, just like you are watching service right now. And, and it's comforting to, to know that we can come and it, be together virtually, at least uh, at, during this, this, uh, this, this strange time that we're in. I don't really know how to, how to talk about it. Um, you know, you all know that I uh, sent out uh, three different emails this week. The first uh, saying that we would still have worship and uh, that if anything were to change, we would let you know. And then the next email saying that we were canceling all of our ministry activities because uh, the ISD was canceling school and uh, this word coming down from those, uh, those who are leading us. And then a word from Friday from Bishop McKee asking that all of the North Central and Metro District churches uh, do not uh, have public worship together. So it, it's been strange trying to figure out how to come back to, to all of that. Um, I'm going to verge away from our series on the good and beautiful life because today's message was about living without lying. So I'll just go ahead and say, don't lie. Uh, be truthful with one another and, and, and bear with one another. But right now, it seems like that there is just a lot of fear, a lot of fear that is uh, being batted around. And some people think that even doing this is playing into fear, but I don't think it is. I, I think it's fully living into what God has called us to do as a community of faith. So the scripture that I picked, that we, we won't have it on the screen because I forgot to make a slide for that. But the scripture that I've picked is one that I've heard batted around a lot over the past couple of days. And that scripture is from 2 Timothy 1, verse 7, where we have these words. For the Spirit of God gave us, for, for the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you please pray with me? Dear God, we come to you as we gather as your people. We come to you as we gather uh, in our homes, uh, away from one another. But knowing that uh, the reason we do so is to truly serve one another. We pray that over the next few weeks as we uh, figure out how to do ministry together, how to support each other, how to love each other, that you just send an outpouring of your spirit to guide us and to lead us so that we may be one as we move forward together. So God, we ask that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. 
Amen. For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid. You know, another word that is used in this passage is that it, it says that the Spirit of God gave us, the Spirit God gave us does not make us afraid. And, and I'm afraid that that word is being misused right now. That it means that we need to, to cower or, or we need to run away from certain things, but I don't think that's what God is, is calling us to do. I, I think days like today, it's easy for us to feel timid. It's easy for us to look around and not know exactly what it is that we are supposed to be doing. I've had a few pastor friends uh, share a picture of a handwritten letter from, a, from another pastor on Facebook, and, and that letter said this. Dear everybody, since I've not pastored people through a pandemic before, I don't know all the answers, but I am paying attention to science and praying for wisdom. Together, we'll take courage, be patient, consider the least of these, and press onward while loving our neighbors. Love your pastor. And then it ends with a PS, wash your hands. You know, right now it's so easy to feel a, a sense of inadequacy. You know, I, I think about our city leaders, Mayor Nickel. I think about uh, Mr. Worthy with the Roy City ISD and all of the planning and all of the things that they're trying to do to provide for, for the city and try to provide for the students of our ISD. We don't know what to do. We, we don't feel qualified to handle this situation. We don't have the answers, but honestly, I, I, I think we do. And the answers that we have is first and foremost is that we rest on God's power. It, it isn't a power to force our will, but, but it's a power for us to, to step back and to listen, to listen to what God is telling us and to listen to where we as a church can help in such a time as this. You know, there, there are many times in Scripture where people felt powerless, and God spoke to them as I believe God is speaking to us today. Our opening psalm today, Psalm 43, verse 1, reminds us that God is our refuge and strength, an ever-help, an ever-present help in times of trouble. We, we heard a little bit from the, the wandering Israelites as they're, they're moving through the, the wilderness, and, and they keep asking questions, and they keep telling Moses, we need to go back to, to Egypt because even though we were treated horribly there, we know that we'll have what we need to, to eat and for food. And, and after Moses passes away and, and the, the mantle was handed to Joshua in Deuteronomy 31.6, God tells Joshua to be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. I don't know about you, but for me right now, those words, words that I actually have uh, mounted in my office, we have uh, posted on our mirror at home in our bathroom, and I also have it on my visor in, in my car to remind me that God is with us. God is going with us, and he will not leave us or 
forsake us. And then finally, in Isaiah 41, verse 13, when the Israelites are, are just troubled and dismayed, God speaks to Isaiah and says, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. So we have that power of God that we can hold on to. And then 2 Timothy 1.7 goes on and gives us two ways that we can, can live in the power of God that's around us. First and foremost, we reach out in love. Back in 2016, shortly after I got here, uh, we had a tragedy that happened in Dallas with some police officers being uh, shot uh, during a uh, Black Lives uh, Matters rally in Dallas. And uh, I came back the Sunday after that happened to to preach, and we talked about the prayer of confession. But I had a quote that I used there that I thought was very, uh, very needed to hear right now. It's a quote from Mr. Rogers. And Mr. Rogers said these words once on his uh, television program when he was being asked about uh, scary things that were happening in the world. He said, when I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. I'm going to be in the office this week. I'll be there listening, responding, and praying for ways during this new time to be responsive. I will be uh, talking to city leaders, school officials, and others on how we can help take care of the least of these during this time. If you are in close contact with a senior or someone with health concerns, please continue to reach out to them. See what they need. And if you can't personally help out, please let us know. We have several members who are already asking how they can help those in need. And the last thing that this scripture reminds us is that we need to practice self-discipline. That's why we're doing this, meeting on Facebook Live. I, I wanted so bad to show you all the new paint job in the youth room. The youth worked so hard this past week uh, painting in there, and it looks amazing. But because of what is going on, we chose to worship online. I know I've seen people complain that churches are going online during this time. They feel like that we need to gather as, as one. But uh, this quote by Eugene Cho, who is a pastor, uh, he, he tweeted, tweeted this out uh, yesterday. He said, when churches cancel their in-person service and go online, it's not an act of fear or panic. Rather, it is an act of care, both for the church and for others. For the healthcare system, for neighbors, and for the vulnerable, that is what it means to be for the common good. So that's why we did this. That's why we are worshiping at an empty sanctuary. That's why we hope that you are, are connecting with your family during this time because we know that it is not out of fear or panic, but it's a care for each other that, that we may take these steps to help slow the spread of, of this disease. 
but also to allow a quicker time for recovery. I want to close uh, by a quote from uh, the former secretary under uh, Health and Human Service uh, Secretary under George W. Bush. He uh, made this quote, and I forgot, I forgot what his name was, and I didn't write it down on my notes. But he said, everything we do before a pandemic will seem alarmist, but everything we do after will seem inadequate. So my hope and my, my prayer is that what we have done may seem a little alarmist, but in the end, that it will provide a way for us to come out of this quickly. Uh, I want you to know that your church family is here. I want you to know that I and Tracy are praying for you. And I want you to know that first and foremost, that God is with us. Let us pray. Oh God, we know that you are with us and that you care for us and that you love us. And while we wait while we wonder, while we take these steps to be faithful to your call in our lives. Help us to reach out. Help us to love. Help us to provide for those who are in need. And help us to, to make sense of what is going on around us. So Lord, guide us and lead us and let us know that you are always there. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.